I don't know. <laughs> I know. Ready? Yeah. Good morning from Kansas City. And, and good evening, everyone from Bangkok. <laughs> Kansas City to Bangkok. I, that just blows me away every time, Kitty. It seems like so, half a world away because it is. Thank you for joining us wherever you are on Secrets to Success with Kitty and Lisa. This is episode seven, and today we are talking about fear. We'd love to have yes. you join us. Yeah, yeah. So live on Facebook, obviously, if you're watching on Facebook, leave us your comments as we're, as we're going along, and we'd love to bring you into the conversation. Ah, oh, Kitty, fear, this is a big one. Yes, indeed. And we chose it quite intentionally, actually, because um, we felt that there's so much going on around the world and the energy of fear seems to be quite a dominant one. And it would be very appropriate for us all to kind of sit with it, talk about it and explore it. Oh, yeah. The energy of fear. I love the way you stated that. I think... Um, uh, this one really got me thinking a lot, this topic uh, about what fear really even is. And is it an emotion? Is it, an, is it a feeling? Is it a collective energy? Or do you think it can be all three? Um, I know for me, I, I, sort of I sort of thought about fear as an emotion, but the way you just described mm -hmm. that, I, I think it, it definitely an energy, right? Uh, a, an energy that can be very contagious. I mean, what are your thoughts on how, what mm -hmm. do you think fear actually is and how, how does one experience it? Well, I think we all have different fear in different ways. You know, some people will feel it more physically because that's why I guess we say, you know, people freeze up when, when you know, when they are scared or when they're fearful. Uh, for me, definitely, yes, it's, it's a state of emotion and everything for me in some way is an energy, you know, even, you know, like a pen, it's is an energy, um, but whether we individually can actually make that connection with that energy, you know, we're all different. Some people feel it better than the others and some people don't, you know, feel the connection as much. But I think it's important that however we feel, you know, we need to give ourselves some time to really sit with it, especially fear isn't something that we are born with. I feel that it's something that we acquire knowingly or unknowingly I think as we grow up. Because you don't see a baby suddenly go, ah, like that, right? But as and when we grow up, we get older, that ah moment seems to happen quite a lot, whether it's something we encounter physically, whether it's something we encounter emotionally or spiritually. So it's, it's definitely a good time for us to, to talk about this particular topic. I agree. It's very, very timely. So you're suggesting that you think fear is a learned behavior. Uh, is it self-learning? I don't know. I think most of it is something that we pick up along the way because um, when we look at kids you know as most of our friends and I have two kids it has been a real learning and challenging experience being a mother as a yogi I look at how they do things because you know so, so oh this is 
you know, happy baby post, and you kind of like know, oh, I know why this is, a, you know, things like that. But when I see my kids when they play, especially my son, five year old, he will stick his face into the in, in front of the fire. There's no fear whatsoever. Mm. And sometimes I think, well, when I say stop, stop, you know, don't, you know, you hurt yourself. Am I actually helping him or am I actually projecting fear into him? Because yes, you know, don't get too close to the fire, but to what extent when I give my instruction or when I show my love by saying that, okay, be careful, how much fear am I projecting, you know, from what I'm so scared as what might happen if he burn himself to what actually that it, you know, there's 50-50 chance that it may or may not happen. But with my son, it's more likely to happen than not happen. <laughs> um, so I, I, I do feel a lot of it. It's, yeah, yeah. It, if it is not learned, it's definitely projected do you think it has by others around us. Do you think that, well, that for sure, I 100% agree with that, especially, and I don't know what it's like where you're living in Bangkok, but I can say here in the U.S., there is so much fear being projected, you know, especially Mm. if we're interacting with uh, external stimulus, you know, the news, social media, Mm. I mean, all of the, the input that come like this, even just collectively with, you know, your friends and family, there is so much fear being projected at us coming at us from all ways. But I wonder if we set that aside, because that seems to be a little bit of a different situation, although a very serious one and perhaps a dangerous one. Mm. You think that fear has a positive intention? Is, is, is there a positive intention associated with fear? Oh, definitely. Everything in life, you know, I always, it's, it's not completely black and white. Mm-hmm. There's always pros and cons. It's, it's all about perspective, you know. And fear, like anything else, as negative as it may be perceived, um, if we know how to address it and to really understand, the, the, you know, why we even have fear, I think we can use it, you know, to our favor. So for me, when I feel I have a fear of something, I, I actually ask myself, okay, where is it coming from? You know, is it even mine? Because like what you said with what's happening globally, especially in the US, I'm not there personally, but just watching the news, you could feel the, the sentiments of, of that fear um, from coming from the news. So for me, yeah, definitely. It's like, is it even mine though? Because the more I watch the news, the more fear I feel, you know, in my body when I'm not even physically in the US. Mm. So yeah, and then... With that, I love. Can we I, can actually look at. Okay, can I stop you there because I think that is Go ahead. so so interesting. So when you notice that you're afraid, can you can you just give our viewers just a really brief, like how do you know that you're afraid? How does it manifest for you? When I'm afraid, you well, one I think that's why you and I talk about you know self development, having me time because for you to observe yourself not simply just, you know, reacting to things, but you've got to take a step back and observe, okay, why am I even doing it? It mm-hmm. takes a, a pause in life. It's like, okay, why am I even doing this? Otherwise people just kind of get lost into the momentum of, of things and in life. Um, 
I think it's it's sorry, what was your question again? I completely lost it. You got lost in the pause. I love it. You got lost in the pause. The question yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you notice when you're in fear? That's my first question. And then I've got a follow-up. Like how do you how does it mean? How do you know to even take the pause? I think when I notice, I stop. When you notice, you suddenly stop or you hesitate, you know, especially, you know, your emotion of doing something and you suddenly see yourself stopping or hesitating, taking the next step. Then sometimes it may be because we're not clear of what's ahead. So we stop and think about it. Mm. But is it also because of fear of certain something that you suddenly like, well, hang on a minute. I'm stopping. Is it because if things are not clear, I'm, I'm giving myself the opportunity to think it through? Or is there something that I'm not too sure of that I feel a little fear in there that's stopping me? So I think for me, it's, it's really if I see myself stopping, I ask myself, OK, what, what's happening? So when Checking you know, in with self is it's yeah, yeah, it's important. What about you? Checking in, you know, I think for me also. Um, definitely a, a stuckness or a, a stopping, mm. a hesitancy, a stuckness, um, like a desire to move forward, but yet somehow not being able to actually do it, almost like you're yeah. stuck in the mud, you know, and it's just like, oh my gosh. <clears throat> but I was so intrigued by what you said about when you notice that you're perhaps in fear or you're stopping or you're hesitating, you stop, you find that pause, I love that, that you find that pause. And then you ask, is this fear even mine? I mean, I think that's just mm. incredible, incredible awareness and incredible filter question. Um, is this fear coming from the news? Is this fear coming from within me? Is this fear? And then that gives you some information on how to proceed. Is that, is that sort of your process? I don't mean to put, you know, boxes around your process because I know it's very intuitive, but I'm, I'm really intrigued for others who don't find it quite maybe as easy or as intuitive as you, I, I love hearing how it works. No, no, I, I think you kind of summed it up uh, quite well. And I think that's why for us to choose this topic even is, is like what we said at the beginning, we picked this intentionally because with what's going on and there's so much energy of fear going around. And I feel that sometimes even when people don't know any people who might be caught in the current situation, whether it's actually COVID or whether it's, it's the economic situation that we're all embracing right now, even when it's not happening in, in our life just yet, but because of all the news, you know, the way it's being projected, many people get very worried, which is logical, but do we have to feel that fear, you know, whilst we're not in it yet, you know, we can kind of preempt the possibility of what's going to happen in our life, but there's a 50-50% chance that it may or may not happen. And some people say, well, with what's going on, the chances of happening is, is or are a lot higher. Yeah, I, I, I get that. But it doesn't mean that we need to invite fear into our life. And I think fear like anything else can stay out of our life but they can only come into our life when uh, when we actually allow them you know no different to being unhappy it, it's there's a choice but it, it has to be a very conscious choice that we make so are you suggesting that it's like okay you know to personify it a bit if you if you'll if, we'll, if you'll indulge me in this visualization like we see fear walking down the street and 
you know, here it comes and it's walking up to our door and we're like, ah, so, you know, we can pause and we can say, wait a second, is, does this fear belong to me? Maybe yes or no. Um, and then we can decide whether to let, let it in or not. Is it that, it sounds very oversimplified. Is it that simple, do you think? Yeah, 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 it does. But, but it, yes and no, because, you know, sometimes we describe people as fearless. And I think we all have fear to, you know, in one way or the other. But, but our fear is different. You know, what I fear about may not be something that you fear about. So we, I don't believe we're born with fear, but as and when we grow up, definitely there is certain amounts of element of fear that we carry. And when we say people are fearless, I don't feel that they're fearless. It's just that they know their fear better than most people. And that is why that instead of being stopped by their fear, they act anyway either because, you know, they don't actually pay attention to their fear as much as some people do, as we mm -hmm. talk about, you know, living in fear mm -hmm. or with the fear is our choice. We can choose to be mm -hmm. the victim, but if we choose not to, then we come out and, you know, let fear go and we're not being uh, um, controlled by our I own fear. I love that a lot. I, I kind of just had, again, a visual. For some reason, I'm very visual this morning. It must be the psychedelic sweater that I chose to put on. It. <laughs> but I love, I kind of envisioned like turning the volume down on it. Like, okay, the fear is there, it's broadcasting, but I'm going to turn the volume down. And something else you said that I really loved is the idea of living in fear as being very much in a victim mode. That feels very like, oh, I am living in fear. I feel like I'm a victim. But if we consider with that we're living with fear, we've turned the volume down. So in living in fear, the volume's turned really high up and we're a victim. Living with fear, the volume is turned down and it feels much, much more empowering to me. Like it feels like a much more empowered place to be. Mm coming from yeah but also if if we acknowledge fear take fear as a friend mm. you know rather than an enemy because when people have fear most of us do we tend to run away but instead mm. of running away from our own fear or whatever fear that there may be you know we choose to sit with it and address it properly to you know like having a friend <laughs> come in and have a cup of tea and talk to the fear and, and get a better understanding. Because for me, whenever I have fear, when, like what I said, my experience is I ask, is it even mine? If it is, okay, let's, let's, let's have a talk. Because mm. if I have fear, that means there's room to grow. There's something that I can improve. I'm not mm. just talking about if I'm afraid of height, should I just challenge myself and do a, do a bungee jumping just so that I address the fear? I mean, I don't have issue with height, so I don't know if, if, if that's the solution. But definitely when I'm scared of doing something, I think I actually, I think I actually did one. Sorry? You did a bungee jump? <laughs> Oh, I did. I did bungee jump, but I, I'm not scared of height. Well, not, not that I was anyway. So what I, so what I was trying to say, I remember the first ever Facebook Live that I did. Uh, mm. I think that was like two, three years ago. 
I, I knew I had to do it, but I had so much fear because one, it's something new too. It's like, well, I don't know what to say in front of, of the iPhone or, you know, whatever device that I use at the time. And it's like, there's no audience. You know, you're talking to yourself with, with your gadgets. So there's a lot of fear. Um, but of course, they were all kind of valid, but at the same same time, invalid. Because, well, why are you worried about talking in front of a camera, you know, when there's no one behind? If there's a crew in front of you, so it's like, oh, my God, you know, if I say something silly, I look stupid. But there's no one in front of you. It's just the camera. You're talking to yourself. So it, it's funny that, you know, how our mind plays tricks, mm -hmm. you know, if it's this, I'm scared. If it's that, you know, I'm scared, too. Um, and that's why I said, you know, if I get, when I notice myself stop, then I know there's something not right. And that is when I feel that this is a good window of opportunity for us to actually look at ourselves. So, you know, what is it exactly that, that I'm afraid of? And it is, if we are willing to sit with fear as a friend, mm -hmm. then it is a really, really good time for us to, to look at, you know, is it something that I can improve? Is it something that I can work on? You know, whether with myself or with a mentor, with a friend, um, when we kind of like what you say, you know, tell, uh, turn the dial down, we don't find the power of fear as strong as it can be. And it can be strong only if we let it be. Yeah, it's true. I think with as with any difficult um, emotions or sensations, if we can just allow ourselves sitting with it, being with it, um, finding a way to make friends with it, to, to welcome it in for a cup of tea exactly, and you know, push nothing away. And I think often the stronger we resist, the more whatever we're resisting grows, right? So if I'm scared of something, the more I resist that experience, the stronger the fear likely becomes and the volume continues to get, to get turned up and up, right? Yeah. What do you think? I think there's um, absolutely. I think that, that, yeah, go ahead. Go on. I, I, I was going to say, <laughs> we, we clearly have like a little no, bit you're... of a delay, maybe because I'm in Kansas City and you're in Bangkok. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that. I was going to shift to um, the most common fears. And you've already touched on one. I think fear of the unknown is huge. Mm. And I think for me personally, a lot of times this is what causes that inaction that you talked about, this not this lack of forward progress. And if I really take the time to sit with it and listen and understand it, it's often because it's something that's just new. And um, you know, I believe mm. that the, the well-intended, the positive intention for that fear is that our brain is designed, our brain is wired to keep us safe. And so something that is outside of our norm is perceived by our brains as a danger, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so the fear of the unknown, I think, is really big. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Um, but, but if some of our friends here have, have been following me for a while, I always say unknown has always been there. Every day is an unknown. We just think we know, right? Mm -hmm. And that is why a lot of the people 
they take life for granted until something bang, whether it's a serious car accident or whether some sometimes they suddenly just get diagnosed with a, like a terminal illness. That's when we realize that we know nothing, you know. Yeah. We just assume I know what's going to happen tomorrow. I'll plan for my holiday for next week and this, this and that. That we just assume because life becomes a routine because we're, you know, habitual um, creatures. So we like getting into a routine. But we get into a routine to a point that we actually allow ourselves to have this blind spot, believing that, you know, we know. But in the reality, every day is an unknown. But yet everybody is afraid of unknown. And what, what's, what's funny is death is a certainty, right? We all know we come and go, but everybody is so afraid of death. But I was like, if we really look at life, there are so many unknowns, and yet there are so very few knowns in life, and death is one of them. So sometimes like, so why are we living the way that we are? You know, when death comes, why are we, why are we so scared when we know this is going to happen? And mm. if we're so scared, why don't we live a more fulfilling life when we can? And why do we start until we know we don't have much time left? Mm. And that's why I'm always very motivated and inspired, you know, to, to get people to talk about things like this, because we just all get sucked into how life is, good or bad, or however it may be. But these are the things that we don't think about. And that's why I guess we started doing SSKO and, and, and fear is one really major element that we all have to embrace, you know, often, especially these days. Great point. Love it. Live. I mean, it's just a, a pitch for being in the moment and living in the moment. And the truth of the matter is we really don't know what's coming next anyway. It's just an illusion, isn't it? It's a delusion, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a very much self-created illusion, really, I think. Yeah. yeah. What about fear of failure? I think that's a really big one for a lot of people, too. And you touched on that a little bit when you talked about going on Facebook Live for the first time. It's like, you know, I think, you know, there's so many people, entrepreneurs these days, like putting themselves out there. What are your takes on, oh, but I don't want to start this because I'm afraid I'll fail and then I'll look like a fool and blah, 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 blah. Well, why don't you share your experience? Because you had that opportunity to step in as an entrepreneur. I mean, I'm sure that you had lots of fear and concerns as well. So how did you actually, you know, come from there to here? Yeah, well, I will admit it's very, very scary. And um, it's so interesting because like the things that you mentioned this already, the things that you might be afraid of, or one of our listeners might be, viewers might be afraid of, are definitely not the things I'm afraid of and vice versa, right? So, yeah. you know, talking on the camera, that is not scary to me, you know, but, um, but devising programs and advertising and marketing and all that is like, oh my God gosh, you know, that I did find very terrifying. Um, I would say for me, breaking it down into small baby steps is very helpful when I'm afraid of something. So, um, and I by no means have, have um, a, I'm not super satisfied yet with my relationship with fear. We still have some work to do, the two of us. Um, but um, <laughs> when I notice that I am, I love that, that visualization of the hesitancy and the stopping when I notice myself doing that. And I thank you mm. for that. You've just given words to it. 
when I notice myself doing that, I just break things down into the teeniest, weeniest little steps. And for me, small hinges swing, big doors, and that just gets the ball rolling usually. And then once I've got a few successes behind me, and I don't define success as, you know, necessarily a win, but just where I've, where I've done it, where I've taken action, where I've stepped, where I've moved, where I've tried something, it, it builds confidence and it turns the volume down, Absolutely. right? The confidence volume goes up, the fear volume goes down and, and we, and we were relearning, aren't we in that way? Absolutely. Well, that's why, you know, when we sit with fear, and take fear as a friend and that's the opportunity for us to learn so in many ways i actually feel that we should welcome fear yeah. you know this is one of the crucial point if we really want to turn or transform fear into a fuel it's really to embrace fear so that you know we could get the chance to improve and to more to learn and evolve mm. um the more fear comes our way it, the more opportunities we have and, and the better and more fulfilled as you said you know because you overcome certain fear and it, it's not measurable because it's all internal you, you're talking about internal fear not it, it doesn't lead you from a to b you know from a from a physicality perspective is there's no trophy to be won not a physical one but there's self-satisfaction and the fulfillment that comes with it oh my god i think that is even better than getting a gold medal yeah. from whoever however because that is simply just priceless welcome fear as an opportunity welcome fear is that that's what i heard kitty i don't know if i summed you correctly but welcome fear as an opportunity to learn something about yourself for growth to take a step forward. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and also there's another way I I look at fear and it's no different. There's one thing that I keep hammering on as well is about things that we say we want to do but we never do, um, but we keep talking about it. Mm. It's whether we actually have the genuine desire and we look at, there are so many people out there, we all have fear in, in some shape or form, but some people seem to be more successful than others when it comes mm -hmm. to addressing fear. Uh, I, I feel for me, definitely, personally, is whether I have enough passion and desire to mm -hmm. achieve what I want to achieve. If I have, even the fear is enormous. We dig deep within to get us from, you know, <laughs> to turn that dial basically like what you said so that we can find our way to, to however we want to find that fear out of our head or you know chop slice however you know so we find our way to overcome that fear if the desire is strong enough but i think for lots of people is they feel the fear and blame the fear but we don't look at the other side if we don't have the passion if we don't have the desire to do things, simply there's no motivation. When we're not motivated, doesn't matter if fear is there or not, we're not going to do it anyway. But when fear comes in, because like what you said, it may be, oh, we don't want to be judged. We don't want to be labeled as failing. Well, that's the second step because no passion, no genuine desire. You don't want to do it. And then of course the fear comes because, oh, how am I going to be seen? Um, you know, am I going to, to be viewed badly? And all that comes from fear of not being accepted, not being recognized. 
And I think a lot of the time fear has nothing to do in the equation. It's, it's more about, is it even what we want? Wow, yeah. Because if we want it, even though fear can be enormous, we will find our way to fuel within to help us overcome the fear. But if we have no passion, no love, forget it. And I think that's why love is, is such an interesting thing as well, because if you love someone, you will climb the mountains. You don't think you have, you have no fear. Cross the ocean. I, obviously, this is all, you know, sounding rather beautiful but people do that you know not that I've, I've climbed the mountain or swim the ocean for my husband yeah uh, but people do do things like this yeah. and you don't think they have fear mm. so now I hear something else we have to understand about ourselves we have to understand why we have to understand our big why and why we're why we're doing what we're doing right and then if we get stopped we have to take a, a look at our fear make friends with it yeah, mm, it sounds yeah like absolutely. A lot of work. It sounds like a lot of work, a lot of hard work, Kitty. But I'm I'm guessing it's worth it. <laughs> well, I I don't think it's for you or me to judge because it's not our journey, is it? It's everyone's journey. Some people may not think you know it's worth it, but you know we are really just putting things out here for our friends and audience to think about. And that's just why we always say at the end of the show, do leave us, you know, your thoughts and your comments so that we can get a better understanding of how well our show is, you know, what do you like, what you don't like, what you resonate with and what you don't resonate with. So what I'd love to hear from our viewers is what are you afraid of and how do you make friends with it? And has there perhaps been a a situation in your life of something that you were sometime one time you were very afraid and and you managed to make friends with that fear and, and overcome it so I, I think that would be a really interesting place to start how about you yeah yeah because I, I love sharing I mean like what I said earlier today I, I met some new parents in the because my kids just started new school mm -hmm. it's always interesting to hear other people's story because when we share we learn more. And I hope that, you know, that's the intention of SSKL between Lisa and I, that we wanted to share our experience because by sharing, I learned through Lisa and vice versa. And we, saw, we also want to create the platform for our friends and audience to share so that we can learn from each other. Whether you leave a comment or not, you know, if you do great, if you don't, it's fine too, because it, it's all a journey that for us to take on and you know however you you want to do it yeah so if you're if you're moved leave us a comment let us know how you've made friends with fear uh, i i just would love to leave with i think it's show and tell time kitty you don't have to but i would love to know one thing that you're afraid of and i'm going to tell one thing that i'm afraid of and maybe you have maybe you have some words of wisdom <laughs> you want me to go first <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I am afraid of bears. And I love to go hiking in the woods and in the mountains. And actually, I think we I think we need fear to part two because I before I realized that there were bears there and that I needed to be afraid of them, I wasn't scared at all. I, not one bit. I loved going by myself. I would tell my partner to go on and come back for me and all this. Well, then somebody told me about bears and that we needed to be afraid of them. So now 
I'm terrified. So anyway, that's my confession. Maybe you need to invite that face hair for a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> sit I with it. I have a chat with the bear. <laughs> hey, mate, you know, I'm really worried about you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come back in one piece, would you? Yeah, right, right. Um... <laughs> Uh, me, on the other hand, uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll have a lot of fear when I see a bear. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, somebody else asked me this question. It's, it's funny that I completely forgot about it, but this question was asked probably about 15 years ago. I think I have many fears, but one that I feel is the most <laughs> important fear, if there's such a thing, is that I always fear that I don't live a fulfilling life because it's such a big theme in my life. And, and I guess that is why I have fear, you know, everything that I do. But when I actually sit down and think about why I'm doing it and, and the passion that I have for, for the work that I, I do and I want to share, because of that, you know, fear in the end, you know, that dial just kind of get turned into zero. Sometimes maybe not zero, but the passion dial is a lot higher than the dial for fear. And then it enables me to keep pushing myself. Of course, you know, we, we all have fear. Um, but for me, yeah, I think the biggest one will be, you know, having regrets and knowing that I'm, I'm not doing what I want to do and not living a fulfilling life. And I think that's the biggest fear that I have. I love it. The fear of not living a fulfilling life is much greater than the fear of what it takes you to move forward and ensure that you do live a fulfilling life. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why we talk about the the fear of unknown and and fear of failure. Everybody has that fear, but how you actually uh, counterbalance is the right word. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're looking at the scale, we all have both, but which one weighs heavier, which one you're leaning onto is going to take you forward or backwards and the choice is always ours if we are aware of it anyway i think we'd better wrap up that's beautiful i love it i think that's a fantastic place to end again let us know if you like if you want to confess you're afraid of something silly like bears i'd love to hear that so i don't feel and uh, yeah and lisa will let us know when she she has had her her cup of tea with a bear Thank you so much for tuning in and watching, whether you're watching live or um, after the fact. And we're here the first and third Wednesday of every month, 8 a.m. Chicago time, uh, 8 p.m. in Bangkok time. And we'd love to know what topics are on your mind. So shoot us a message. And Kitty, I hope you get a good night's sleep. And I will look forward to seeing you in two weeks right back here on Success with Kitty and Lisa. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye.